Welcome to the Abundant Wellness with Andrea podcast from surviving to thriving in mind, body, and spirit. Hey there, I'm Andrea Jones, registered nurse, functional hormone coach, inner healing and deliverance pastor, and most importantly, wife and mother of two beautiful girls. This podcast is really a conversation about how to discover and walk in an abundant life that God has laid out for us while processing what I call the messy middle, pain and overcoming things in our life that are hard in order to nurture all of the parts of you so that you can walk in abundant wellness in all areas. I wanted to talk to you today about the journey or the process of forgiveness and as somebody who has gone through a lot of therapy, a lot of counseling, a lot of inner healing and now work with a lot of people in those same capacities, forgiveness is one of the areas where there is still a tremendous amount of confusion um, and misunderstanding and especially for those in the body of Christ. I feel like there's still a lot of misconceptions and belief systems that really don't line up with the truth. And um, so I'm just going to be sharing some thoughts today about what exactly that looks like. So going back to episode one, where I was sharing kind of the beginning of my explosion or implosion, for lack of a better word, I really had a lot of beliefs about forgiveness that made my healing journey very confusing. Um, I firmly believed that um, if I forgave my mom, if I truly forgave her, then I wouldn't have pain. If I forgave the, you know, the incidents, the words, the impact of all of those things, then I wouldn't be having, you know, the memories that I was having. I wouldn't be having, you know, all of these negative experiences. And really I had to come to realize that forgiveness did not equal the absence of pain And forgiveness was not a magic pill to my recovery. And what I mean by that is that forgiveness parallels our inner healing journey. It um, goes along a windy path of discovering really where we are offended at something, where we are in pain over something, where there's a wound or a lie that really does need to be addressed. And that can't always be addressed in a one-off, I choose to forgive so-and-so for such-and-such. Several different biblical definitions of forgiveness, and one of those is to release somebody from a debt that they owe you. And A lot of times when we go through this process of forgiveness, at least for me, I was very quick to just say, I forgive, I forgive, I forgive, but I was not willing to address the debt that was owed me. And when that happens, we get a partial or incomplete healing because our heart hasn't been given a voice, our emotions, our pain, um, trauma has not been processed appropriately in the brain and through the body. And so it is an incomplete um, forgiveness. Other definitions in the Bible say to cause one to bear the weight of. And so when we're looking at forgiveness, those can be, you know, those can be minor offenses like somebody cutting you off on the freeway to somebody harming your child or stealing, you know, your virginity or, you know, anything along those lines. And so forgiveness, at least in my experience, and I'm sure that once I start bringing in some counselors into this podcast, 
um, they will, you know, they will affirm this message that forgiveness parallels our inner healing journey. Okay, so let's talk about what this looks like in a practical, everyday sense of the word. So for me, what that looked like is I was very, very, very much avoiding the reality and the depth of my pain, even though it was smacking me straight in the face. I was avoiding memories. I was avoiding any emotions that I felt about those memories because I felt like that made me unforgiving when really my heart posture was always to forgive. And so what that looked like was as I would begin processing pain, it was like the pain, the emotions, the memories would give me information on what specifically I needed to forgive. And with that, I would have to allow myself, you know, to work with a counselor or friends um, life coaches on, hey, this is where this pain is manifesting in my life. And that pain is giving me information to say, so-and-so, I choose to forgive you for emotionally crippling me and making it very difficult for me to show up in my life in a meaningful way. And so it really was not a one-time event. It was a choice that I made every single time a memory would come up, every single time um, I would have an interaction with somebody that was really unhelpful or unhealthy. Um, it was a choice and a position of my heart that I made to say, I choose to release you from the debt that you owe me. And what happens when we begin to use kind of a language like that, because that is biblical to say, Jesus, I choose to forgive so-and-so for the hurt that they caused me. We then get to turn to Jesus and say, Jesus, how do you want to fill this gap in my life? How do you want to restore this thing that's been stolen from me? How do you want to restore my sense of justice and health and wholeness and freedom when that's the very thing that's been taken from me? And that is a journey with the Lord. And I will just tell you one of my biggest hangups, but also one of my biggest breakthroughs was in recognizing that my justice was not in the person that hurt me coming to me and repenting. My justice was not in them owning what they did. My justice was not in them being able to even restore what they took to me because there were things that were taken that could never be restored. My freedom and my breakthrough came when I realized that my justice was in getting to live a whole and healthy life in spite of everything that had happened to me. And so if you think about forgiveness as this exchange, you know, if you think about the person even right now as I'm talking, the person that you need to forgive, the person that harmed you, that abused you, that manipulated you, that damaged you, as, you know, just face to face with you and you releasing them and saying, I, I release you from the debt that you owe me. The learning that has to happen where we turn from the person who harmed us and we, we release them into our forgiveness. We acknowledge the debt. That's the, the messy middle, what I would call it, the emotional processing. And then we turn to Jesus and we say, how can I partner with you in the restoration of what was taken from me. And so that process is not an overnight process. That is an ongoing partnership with the Lord where we are saying, you know, is there anything else here that needs to be uncovered? Is there anything else 
um, that needs to be forgiven? Is there anything else that I need to release so that I can walk in freedom and not be holding this offense over somebody else? I'm remembering just as I'm sharing today that I used to have so much fear that God would reject me if I didn't forgive. And and so I was in this big rush to forgive as if he was waiting for me to overcome all of the obstacles to forgiveness on my own. And so when a memory would come up or an emotion would come up or, um, or something traumatic that I then had to work through, I would feel this distance between me and God as if he was standing away from me, you know, tapping his watch saying, you know, once you get it together, once you forgive, then I'll come near to you. Instead, what he was saying is I'm looking at the position of your heart. I can see that your heart is longing to forgive. And I think somehow in that place, I recognized that I couldn't actually walk out this journey of forgiveness on my own. I could not do it without him. I began to recognize that he was not standing off at a distance from me, waiting for me to perform correctly and waiting for me to get rid of all of my sins so that I could be near him. But instead, it was a recognition that he had forgiven me so much. He had forgiven so much that I needed the presence of Jesus to come stand in that messy middle place as I process pain and emotions and rejection and torment and say, Jesus, I need you to partner with me so that I can co overcome and co-labor with you and become victorious as you did over these super offensive things that have happened to me. The difference between the choice of forgiving, which is the releasing somebody from the debt, and the process of forgiving, which always includes uncovering lies that we're believing because of the wounds that were caused to us. Um, it means really looking at um, and taking a very good look at what happened so that we can actually um, process the pain appropriately in a very healthy way. So the other thing that I want to talk about here is that forgiveness does not mean that you will be in relationship with a person and it does not require that there be reconciliation. The process of forgiveness and the process of reconciliation are two completely different things and they do not always equal each other, meaning that the process of forgiveness does not always bring us the outcome of uh, the relationship that we had before or even a reconciled relationship because that implies and means that there has to be some level of relational um, equality and especially if you grew up in an environment let's say you know you were raised in a home with alcoholics or you were raised in a home where there was a lot of codependency there will often be a difference in healing processes between siblings between parents um, there are so many different dynamics that go into that and so we can't make reconciliation the end-all be-all proving that we've actually forgiven somebody and I know that this is really um, it can be very hard to swallow that especially if you're at the very beginning of that healing journey where you are wanting the safety and the connection of those old relationships um, it's very hard to step outside of that and really step into 
owning that your journey may have a completely different outcome and that that's going to be okay. To you from Matthew chapter 18 about forgiveness and what the Bible says about forgiveness. So the parable of the unforgiving servant, Matthew 18, 21, and um, to the end of the chapter. So then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times. Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he had begun to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents, but he was not able to pay. His master commanded that he be sold with his wife and his children and all that he had and that payments be made. The servant therefore fell down before him saying, Master, have patience with me and I will pay you everything. Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him and forgave him his debt. But that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii and he laid hands on him, took him by the throat and said, pay me what you owe. So this fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him saying, have patience with me and I will pay you all. And he would not, but he went down and threw him into prison um, he, until he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw that what he had done, they were very grieved and came and told their master all that had been done. And then his master, after he had called him, said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant, just as I have had pity on you? And his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due him. So my heavenly father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother who, who trespasses him. A couple things that I want to briefly mention about this chapter that have really helped me to begin to walk in more freedom and understanding what God has designed for forgiveness is one, understanding that the full measure of his forgiveness actually supernaturally infuses us with power to forgive the impossible, number one. Number two, there is an implication here that the desire from the Father is actually that we forgive from our heart um, and not just because it's a requirement or a command, which it is a biblical command that we walk in forgiveness. So to me, that, that displays that Father God understands that it is difficult to forgive. The command is still in place, but he wants us to develop these fruits of the Spirit so that we can walk in the full measure of forgiveness so that we do not open ourselves up to torment. Now, from even just a scientific standpoint, there are studies after studies after studies that show that people who harbor unforgiveness and bitterness are more, more likely to develop cancer, autoimmune diseases, etc. Um, now, I am not saying that every person that has an autoimmune disease or cancer um, has unforgiveness or bitterness. That's certainly not the case. Um, but it goes to show how when we position ourselves to have an unforgiving heart, which is that our heart actually does not desire to forgive, and therefore we can't take the action steps to forgive, 
it's actually like a sin against our own body. And our body, it will start to manifest things because of that unforgiveness. Now, the other thing that's kind of wrapped up into this is the implication that... Um, that we will be handed over to the tormentor. And so what I feel like the Lord is sharing, you know, in this scripture, what what he's showing us is that when we position ourselves with to have an unforgiving heart where we are saying, I'm not even willing to work through the process of forgiveness towards this person who offend me or stole from me or hurt me, we do actually sell, open ourselves up to demonic torment. And I've seen this happen in my own life where, you know, where my heart just was not ready to forgive and it was bent towards unforgiveness and that kept the door to torment open. Um, I've also seen this in the numerous people that I've had the privilege of being in their inner healing and deliverance sessions um, that when they have difficulty forgiving, there is an element of torment that's actually preventing them from receiving their healing. So what I recommend, you know, now that we have all of this understanding of the journey of being a forgiving person, the journey of processing pain that parallels our desire to forgive so that we can release forgiveness uh, with a willing heart because God wants us to have a willing heart that forgives. And this is especially something that I recommend for somebody who maybe has something that's really big and really heinous that feels impossible. It feels impossible to forgive that thing. And I think we need to acknowledge that there are just certain things that happen in life that do feel impossible to forgive. So what I would recommend in this kind of situation is actually starting with something, something small and unrelated so you can build that muscle memory of forgiveness. And so that might be something along the lines of, you know, I forgive the old man who was walking down the street that, you know, yelled at me to pick up the trash, or I forgive the person who cut in front of me while I was driving. And you're building that muscle memory of forgiveness so that so that you can forgive the bigger stuff, the more challenging stuff. I know that there was stuff at the very beginning of my inner healing journey that I just couldn't, I just didn't have the capacity, the muscle memory, the relationship with the Lord to where I knew that if I forgave them, that it wasn't just opening me up to this big empty space. It was actually inviting the Lord to come in and fill. And so for those of you listening that maybe are struggling to forgive somebody and maybe you've been listening to me share about forgiveness and what that means from a uh, biblical standpoint but also a relational and emotional standpoint and even a healing trauma standpoint that there are some things that the Lord's been bringing to mind for you that actually he's asking you to take that step of faith and forgive and what I'm going to invite you to do is actually just say Jesus I invite you to come and bring to me the full revelation of the power that I have to forgive I ask that you would reveal to me your kindness and your compassion as I walk this forgiveness journey out. And I ask that you would stand with me and create in me a willing heart to forgive those who have sinned against me so that I can be free of torment, oppression, and pain and walk in the wholeness that you have for me. In Jesus' name.